Welcome to Cocktails, Tangents, and Answers. Uh, I'm your host, Rich Mackey. And I am your co-host, Caitlin Dre. Wonderful to have uh, you guys along with us for the ride today. So let's get right into it. Our first uh, thing in our name, obviously, is cocktail. Um, is the cocktail the most important? Is that why it's first? Um, I don't know if it's the most important. I think for us, it's definitely the first thing that we need to be able to sit down and do these podcasts. Okay, that makes sense. So it's like a step one as opposed to a priority. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. I think step one <laughs> versus priority one. That makes a lot of sense to me. Great. So um, so on that note, um, what is our cocktail for today? This week, we are drinking Pacifico. It is a Mexican Pilsner, and it's in honor of our guest, Christian Cabney. Uh, okay, so technically that's a beer, not a cocktail. It's right? actually a beer and not a cocktail. Right. At least I didn't say literally. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're going to let it ride, though, because it's an alcoholic beverage. Yes. So, But alcoholic beverages, tangents, and answers just made. It's it was too, too much. Long. Way too much. Um, okay, so... I think the URL was taken, too. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that, but okay, maybe it was. Um, so tell us a little bit more about Pacifico. Like... Uh, it's a crisp Pilsner, and I actually had my first Pacifico way back in 2010 when I was living abroad in Honduras. Uh, okay. Um, that feels like a tangent we should explore more deeply. I don't know if we have time today, <laughs> but I'm going to like look over here to my left at Zach, our producer, and tell him to bookmark that in his brain. And at some point in a future episode, we need to dive deeper into this. We'll just, talk more about that. For yeah, sure. just, just dropping, oh, when I lived in Honduras. <laughs> Uh, but interesting. So, yeah. So Honduras, just south of Mexico. So Mexico imported beers make total sense yeah. for Honduras. I don't know that there's a distillery or a brewery in Honduras. So they they use their resources. Huh. That's something we could Google at some point. Right. We'll look it up. All right. So speaking of Google, um, I think we want to get into our topic for today. Um, We're going to talk backlinks. So um, backlinks, as I think you and I were talking earlier, you had a very simple definition of what a backlink is, right? Yeah. It's just a link on a site other than yours back to your website. Exactly. So that's a backlink. Um, And today our guest is going to be Christian Cabney. He's a marketing specialist uh, here at Antidote 71. And not only is he um, he, great at SEO in general, uh, he kind of dove deep into backlinks through a course he took and has a huge passion for him. It's unbelievable how excited he gets about backlinks. And it's hard to ruffle Christian's feathers. Like he's pretty, he, he stays in his lane. He doesn't get excited about much, so uh, I'm really excited to hear what he has to say about backlinks. Yeah, a little bit about Christian before we get into his interview. So he's um, a super chill dude, um, very quiet, probably, I think, safe to say the most introverted in our office. Yes. Um, I would put him at, you know, sort of that spinal tap. Uh, He turns introversion up to 11. At least. (laughs) At least. Um, But when you get him talking about something he enjoys talking about or you get to know him, um, obviously, his first couple of days on the job, he was very, very quiet. Um, He's getting a little bit more more uh, chatty kind of these days. And he's got a couple of friends who who work in the office with him. Uh, But when you get him talking about a, a subject like backlinks and you'll notice like you just can't get him to shut up. Like there's so much going on with it and he's got so much passion for it. Um, And he starts to dive deep. So backlinks are one of the places where if you're looking at like sort of a T skill set, where like the top of the T are things you sort of know about like Honduran beers or beers to drink in Honduras. (laughs) And the depth of the T are places where you really know a ton about Um, backlinks are definitely one of his T things. 
Um, and so in this episode, we'll talk to him about not only just backlinks, but his special kind of backlink called a 404 backlink or a broken backlink. backlink. Yeah. I'm just like I said, really excited to hear Christian's expertise on this. Uh, get to hear a little bit more about his deep dive passion. Yeah. Um, and not a lot of tangents with Christian. I don't know as though there'll be a whole lot of tangents in this interview because he's not really a tangent kind of guy. could be because he doesn't like to say much ever. And so he stuck, he stuck to his notes, which hopefully is really helpful. Yeah. I um, mean, his notes are fantastic. Um, I've seen them. We've seen this put into practice for clients uh, and the way he does things. So hopefully you'll grab a few tips out of this um, We'll end the episode with a quick tip. So something that you could implement today on your own without an agency, uh, without having to go to anybody or anyone with any deeper expertise than just hearing the information in the quick tip. Um, but along the way, um, the tips that Christian gives as well, definitely take notes uh, and keep those down. And if you need help, obviously, you know, a marketing agency and SEO specialist can help with those, uh, whether they're in-house or out of house. Uh, so with that, I think, uh, unless you've got anything else going on over there, Caitlin, I not, nothing related. So I think it's safe to t- <laughs> turn it over to Christian. <laughs> All right. So we'll save tangents for a later day uh, and we'll turn it over to our inter- interview with Christian Cabney, marketing specialist at antidote 71 talking backlinks. All right. So I'm here today with uh, Christian Cabney, digital marketing specialist here at Antidote 71. And uh, we're going to talk backlinks. So there's a lot we can talk about in SEO. Um, Christian has this kind of passion for backlinks. It's this weird thing that a lot of people avoid, um, but he's kind of dove into it deeply. So Christian, uh, welcome, first of all. And uh, tell me what a backlink is. What does that term even mean? So a backlink is pretty much any link that comes from an external website that's not your own and it points toward your website. So I'll kind of give you an example to help better understand what it is. So let's say you own like a commercial roofing company and Forbes writes an article over um, commercial roofing materials and they take an excerpt from your website and they put that directly on their article and then link that directly to your website. That would be called a backlink and that's a pretty quality backlink. Okay, so what makes that a quality backlink? Forbes? Yeah, Forbes. The First thing, yes. Since they they come, they're a really high and reputable site. They have a lot of links pointing to them already, so that gives them pretty high authority, which we'll get into later. But because of that, I mean, it it pretty much transfers their domain authority to your domain just through that backlink. Oh, that's pretty cool. So you're kind of getting into it a little bit with like authority and things, but why do backlinks matter for SEO? Why does Google care about other people linking to my website? So as of 2021, backlinks are a direct Google ranking factor for um, how Google chooses who shows up first on Google search engine results pages. So because of that, when you're connecting SEO, backlinks are pretty important. Um, it shouldn't be the only thing only thing that you put your effort towards in SEO, but it should be something that um, you actively go out and try to get some quality backlinks and it'll, it'll help you rank high. And um, when Google sees that, they'll see that you have a pretty pretty good website. So then they'll rank you pretty high in search engine results pages. Okay. So a lot of good websites linking back to my website, make my website look better. Exactly. Yes. So it's kind of like when you've got a lot of super cool friends, you just look cooler by hanging out with them. Pretty much. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so uh, are backlinks hard to do? Like, it sounds like it's probably not the easiest thing in the world to get, you know, Forbes to link back to you or some random other site that's got good quality to link back. Yeah, I'd say it's pretty time consuming and it's pretty hard to get pretty high backlinks to your website. But in the end, it's pretty rewarding. So 
what are the easiest ones? Like, are there some that I could create and manage like super fast and easy myself? Yeah, um, there's a couple, couple, couple easy ways to do it today and you can get them pretty quickly. One way could be like on your social profiles. So going through your social, making sure your business has social profiles and putting your link in the bios and linking that back to your website or even posting on your socials and linking that back to your blog. And then something like that would work. Okay, so taking my social media that I control completely and just making sure that that URL back to my site is in there. Uh, what about posts in my social media? Like when I post a blog post in there, that link obviously is on Facebook or Twitter and it points back to my website. That's good, right? Yeah. Okay, so consistent posting and using your own material is good as well. Yeah. Cool. Um, outside of like social media, I know I know we are really big. You've been talking about RSEO, which needs help and we're working on it. Uh, marketers are always the last to do their own thing, the last to drink their own Kool-Aid. Um, but like we have links on the chamber website, for instance, uh, that helps probably not as much as like a Forbes or maybe even a Facebook, but, um, anything that's like a quality place can help. Right. Yeah. Cool. So what about the flip side? Like what if a bunch of really crappy sites link to my website? Is that going to hurt me? Is Google going to penalize me for that? Yeah. So backlinks are really important, especially quality ones, but having like some spammy ones when Google sees that they'll see that, um, maybe using black egg. Black Hat SEO tactics to get these and a, a large amount of spam backlink to your website can pretty much tell Google that your website, you're pretty much, you're not really earning your backlinks, but maybe you're using a different way of getting backlinks and it can come up as spammy and then it can penalize you and then make you maybe even get penalized and not even rank at all for the keywords that you're trying to rank for. And so it can really help you, but it can also hurt you depending on how, how high quality your backlinks are. So kind of like back in the day when people were buying followers on Instagram and buying followers on you know Twitter and stuff, they weren't real. They didn't help your metrics at all. They just were like, they looked good because you had 10,000 followers, but 9,500 of them were fake. Exactly. Um, and Google sees that and they understand that. So like link farm sites that just have a whole bunch of links to places um, or anything like that. So what can you do? Like, uh, obviously there are tools to tell you who's backlinking to you, right? We use a few of those here. Um, what can I do if I find out that there's a whole bunch of, you know, spammy sites linking to my site and I didn't go do it. They just did it on their own. They scraped and found me and threw it out there. Yeah. If you have a lot of those are bad, like low quality backlinks, you can just, uh, di- di- I can't say it. <laughs> disavow. Disavow these links. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. And you pretty much you, you upload a, something to Google. It's pretty easy to have it on their, on a help page and you upload it to Google and pretty much telling that, telling them that you don't really want to associate with these backlinks. And so Pretty much you're saying that you don't want them. They don't really matter to your website. And then it'll help Google pretty much take those out of how they rank your website. Okay. So basically saying like all of this stuff isn't something that we did. You yes. know, Google disavow these and yes. you know, don't penalize us for these things. Um, cool. All right. So what got you interested in backlinks? Yeah. So I took a course um, my senior year in the fall was taught by no one other than you, Rich Mackey. <laughs> um, and in that course, we talked a little bit, we went into SEO a little bit. And part of that was backlinks and learning about what backlinks are and how why they're important. And that really got me interested in SEO as a whole. And then in the spring of my senior year, I went and did some SEO for an external uh, client and then did some backlink building for them. And it's something that, you know, it's is one of the biggest things in SEO. So if you hear SEO, you're probably going to hear about backlinks. And um, that's pretty much what I do today. I mean, I have different tactics that I use for clients today and it's something that I just love doing. Okay, cool. Um, 
Yeah, and so you see backlinks as one of the the big ways to like increase your SEO rank. Definitely, like the, getting those quality backlinks. So they're hard to do. So it's a hard level of effort, but it's also a high impact tactic. Yes. Um, you know, versus just making sure I've got you know really good URL structure. Like that's important, but it's super easy to do and probably not as uh, impactful or effective. Mm-hmm. Got it. Um, so okay, so. You know, backlink, getting backlinks can be hard. So how do I do this? Do I just email a website and say, hey, I like your website. You seem to be quality. Link to my site, please. Yeah, I wish it worked like that. <laughs> you probably won't get a backlink from that, but there's different ways that you can do it. Um, there's a lot, lot of ways. Um, some ways that quick ways that we do it are things like guest posting. So, you know, finding a relevant blog in your industry and asking them to write a blog post for them. It's a mutually beneficial agreement. You're giving them content and they link back to your website. Another way could be unlinked mentions. So going through and looking at different places where you were mentioned online, and if they're not already linking to you, you can ask them to link to your website. And then another way could be like um, going on to uh, Google Images and then putting some Im- some images that you own that you took on your website and finding where if people are using your own images and not linking to your website, asking them to link back to your website or just take it down. So there's a, there's a few easy ways and a few hard ways, but we'll get into one that's called broken link building. Um, it's pretty complicated. Yeah. And so, yeah, I want to get into that next. So, uh, you know, you talk about 404 backlinks, which they can be called broken link building. What does that mean? Like, obviously, I know what a broken link is. I know what a 404 is. It's content that, like, is gone. But how does that work with backlinks? Yeah, so pretty much um, some websites have 404 pages that, let's say, were old blog posts. And now they're 404 pages. Maybe they got deleted or something happened. Well, sometimes these pages have links, websites that are linking to their to their own 404 pages. And a way to like benefit for you is putting maybe some of your competition's websites into a uh, crawling software and looking through all their 404 pages, see who's linking to these 404 pages, and asking the people that are linking to them to link to your website instead because yours are you know 404 pages. Maybe you have content that's similar to those 404 pages, and having those original websites link to your content instead of the 404 page. Okay. Sounds a little complex. So yes, let me see is. if I get that and can break it down. I'm going to go back to our Forbes example. So I'm roofing company A and Forbes is linking to my blog post in an article they wrote about, I don't know, like metal roofs or something. Um, we know those things exist. Um, I decide, like I move my blog or I decide for whatever reason to delete that blog, blog post. Now Forbes has a 404 error in this older article that they're linking to, you know, my site, you know, roofing company A. So your roofing company B and you do a crawl or you, you know, I guess it would be a crawl kind of mm-hmm. a thing, right? Use a tool to search and look for 404 errors. You find this 404 error on Forbes and you've got content about metal roofs that was similar to mine, or maybe you don't, maybe you write content, right? Like that's a valid thing too, is you're like, oh, hey, like I should write a piece of content and then mm-hmm. send them a link. So basically you'd reach out to Forbes and say, hey, you've got a 404 error on this article. Uh, I noticed it's, it's, you know, the link is missing. I've got the same content here. You know, you can link to my content so you don't have a 404 error. Exactly. Wow. It does sound like a lot of work. It's complicated. Well, and to get like, because you want hundreds of these eventually, yes. right? Yeah. Um, do you think it gets easier? Like, so say Forbes like was like, oh, wow, thank you, Mr. Roofer. By the way, we do a lot of roofing articles. Do you think they would then be more apt to like use my site as a reference in the future with articles? Yeah, yeah. I think that's a great resource for them to do that. Okay. And I know we have one client at least who uh, who writes for Forbes. Hmm. So he actually writes blog posts for Forbes that are published on Forbes. But one of the things we noticed was Forbes wasn't linking back to his website, not even to an author page or anything. Hmm. 
when he was there. So that was a suggestion we had. He's got a relationship already with Forbes. Um, so uh, use it. Like, ask. Like, if you don't ask, you don't ever get it, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So can you go a little bit more into how, like, somebody would find these 404 errors? Yeah. So for what we do, we use a site called SEMrush or SEMrush, and we pretty much audit any competitor website and just put it in. We go through what pages were indexed. And there's a little checkbox that says broken pages. So you can filter all the index pages that are broken. And then when you do that, you can see all the broken pages and you can see all the people that are backlinking to those pages. And then clicking on those backlinks, seeing maybe you have, maybe you see like a blog post that's a 404 page that has a lot of backlinks. Maybe you have a blog post that's similar to that. And you can ask these people that are backlinking to that blog post to link to yours instead. Pretty simple, but it's complicated in, in terms. Okay, so yeah. software helps. Yes, definitely. All right, great. Or just, you know, hire a great agency and they'll go do it for you. Yes. Um, cool. So does it actually work? Like, can you see some really good traffic to your site or have you seen this? I know you did it with uh, an internship that you had. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we've been doing it a little bit for clients as we kind of get rolling with it. Um, does it work? Definitely, yeah. I believe it works. It takes time just like anything else you do with SEO, but just doing it repeatedly over and over again and just finding these high quality sites that you could potentially target will pretty much help you in the end. Yeah, and I would imagine so you could just use even your Google Analytics to look at who's like where your traffic's coming from and see if any of these sites are starting to pop up there just on pure traffic, let alone SEO. Definitely. Because I mean ideally you'd want somebody to click through and fill out a form and hire you. Mm-hmm. Oh, very cool. Um so there's lots going on with backlinks. There's lots going on with these 404 or broken backlinks. Um, if someone listening really wanted to get started like today, what's the very first thing they need to do? Well, the first thing I, w- I would do or you should do is compare to compare how many backlinks you have to what your competitors have. If they're having a lot more than you and you see that they're ranking for more keywords than you, then you can see what your main problem is. Another thing you can do is put in one of your target keywords in, in Google and look at the maybe top five listings on there to see how many backlinks they have and how many quality backlinks and compare that to how many backlinks you have and just see maybe you have some opportunity to grow. And then, um, yeah, it just takes time just to get on that first page of Google. Okay. So the first thing is to kind of assess how things are. Like if you're pretty much even with your competition, then you might have opportunity to Mm -hmm. scoop ahead of them. If they're way ahead of you, like my competition has two or 300 backlinks and I've got like five, I really need to think about this and work on it. Right. Um, very cool. All right. Anything else we should know about backlinks? Anything we haven't talked about? Um, in the end, really, um, having a lot of a large number of backlinks is important, but making sure that they're quality backlinks is the most important thing. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. All right. Cool. So, yeah. So it sounds to me like, you know, assess the situation, figure out what's going on. And then if you want to get into these backlinks, um, the easiest way would probably be to find partnerships you already have or control you already have. Uh, it could be a chamber, it could be your clients, it could be a membership that you're in or a national, you know, society, that type of thing. Or, you know, go out and forge partnerships, like identify sites like Forbes has been mentioned a few times. They don't pay anything. We don't endorse them necessarily, <laughs> but it's just a good one that's out there. They have a lot of content that, that comes back and they use a lot of third parties. The Huffington Post would be another one that mm-hmm. was very similar uh, and a lot of people have used. But find those partners where you can actually establish a relationship and get some ongoing backlinks from, you know, maybe five or six big quality sites to start building things. So you're not building 200 relationships, you're building 10 relationships and each one of those kicking out, you know, maybe 10 uh, backlinks. Well, very cool. Thank you, Christian, for joining us today. And uh, I think I learned a ton about backlinks. I know a little bit, I know enough to be dangerous with it, um, but really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having me. 
This week's backlink quick tip is the fastest and easiest way to get yourself backlinks. Uh, So Christian mentioned this in the interview, but the number one thing you can do is go to your social media, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, whatever you've got out there, uh, Google business page, which you should have for SEO anyway, and make sure all of those link back to your website. Uh, So that's the number one way to get fast backlinks. uh, And you can get five or six of them really quickly, high quality, high traffic um, by linking your website to your social media. That's it for another episode of Cocktails, Tangents, and Answers. We hope you enjoyed listening. We enjoyed recording and this week's cocktail. You can find me on Twitter or Instagram at Rich Mackey. I try not to make it too difficult. It's just my name. And you can find our agency at antidote underscore seven one. That's A-N-T-I-D-O-T-E underscore seven one on Twitter and Instagram as well. And you can find me at home sipping a craft cocktail prepared by my in-home bartender. Is my husband. We'll be back next week with another episode and a whole new cocktail recipe, plenty more tangents, and of course, answers to those pressing marketing questions. And if you'd like to send us a question, you can go to ctapodcast.live to get in touch. Or you can call our hotline at 402-718-9971 and leave us a voicemail. Your questions might be used for future episodes of the podcast. For now, like and subscribe, and we'll see you next week.